Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Listen to the Believe in Vikings podcast Welcome, welcome, welcome to a 6-7 and seven edition of Believe in Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings came up short due to some lackluster kicking against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight on the show. Uh, we have Super Bowl champion Brian McKinney. We'll have Ron from Eden Prairie, once again, a holdover from last week. And lo and behold, after our scheduling snafu, tonight Warren Sapp will join us. Uh, first, we want to pay homage to our sponsor. That is betonline.ag. The NFL season is in full swing. You may not be at the game this year because of the coronavirus, but you can still be in on all the action at betonline.ag. Uh, the Vikings are early three-point favorites over the Chicago Bears at home in Minneapolis. So if you believe in Vikings, head on over to betonline.ag to throw some money down on that. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head on over to betonline.ag today and take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. So let's let let's hop right into it. And for the very first time, and hopefully uh, for times in the future as well, we are welcoming Hall of Famer and Super Bowl champion Warren Sapp to the show. Uh, Warren, what have you been up to in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first. This is the first year that we didn't have a March Madness. Where you had your own basketball team, and it was survive and advance, and that's oh. what I've been doing in 2020. Oh, I think I think we've all been doing that. That that's sweet. Um, no, no, it's been almost 300,000 that's checked out. So I, 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 don't, I don't know. You gotta check your check your numbers. Check your numbers. Oh, oh, I hear you. It just uh, just contextually, hey, how closely do you follow the Buccaneers like this season? Do you watch all the games or what? <laughs> That's funny. Contextually, <laughs> I take I, 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 I take Tom Brady throwing for less than two hundred yards. Give y'all y'all hundred yard rusher, and we'll take the six sacks in the win. Oh, <laughs> even well, this is a shots fired moment. Um, all right. Well, yeah, this feels. Well, since, you, since you asked me contextually, do I watch the game? Oh, I figured I'd break it down for well, you. All right, let me break it down for you, kind sir. Sometimes we have guests on here that don't really follow it too much. We had um, we had Ray you Edwards, had a Hall of Famer, on don't follow the game. Which one was that? So I can talk to him this summer when we go back. Well, he's not a Hall of Famer. Uh, his name is Ray Edwards, and he, oh, oh, so there's a distinction here. <laughs> there's a distinction here. So you playing me like I'm just a run of the hill. Yes, wow. Here. 
Well, Warren, do maybe like I that. can uh, chime in. I got a good, hopefully a good question for you. Um, so my name's Ron. I'm a um, local fan here from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And uh, Lifer, nice to meet you. Um, so my question pertains to your Super Bowl team that you had and uh, the dominant defense that you guys rolled out there week in, week out. Um, you know, I can go through the list of names, but I know you're well familiar with it. Um, but in, in a situation like that, um, where the defense is so dominant and the, the offense might not necessarily pull their weight from game to game, is there any sort of animosity? <laughs> is there any sort of animosity from unit to unit or does that just give you added motivation to go out and kind of just handle your business? No, it's just one of those deals the way you know where your strengths and weaknesses are as a football team. And when your offense isn't playing well, what you do as a defense is try to turn the ball over, give them a short field, and if you can't, score for them. So, you know, we all, we all get the hell when we go home, you know what I'm saying? Like right. splitting it up, you know what I'm saying? And that's right. for losers. So I, I, I never wanted to be on a great defense that wasn't winning football games. That's, that's, that's the first and foremost thing. Whenever you get finished as a lifer, if you didn't watch the, the the Viking game by some wild, you know, chance, what's the first thing you're asking? Right. Did we right. win or not, right? Damn <laughs> <laughs> <Dab> the stats. <laughs> hey, Bryant, you were on the other side of that. Um, you were on a dominant mm. offense for most of your career with the Vikings. Can Do you mimic what uh, Warren says in terms of, you know, the division? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you go out here, you try to put up as many points as you can and just hope that, you know, your defense can just hold them off a little bit, you know, at least by a touchdown or something so you can walk over the ring. Just stop them one time, dog. <laughs> we just need one stop. <laughs> right. Easier said when you're the one on the side that has the opportunity to stop. Right? <laughs> Going out there rushing the pass there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but when your offense is a three-yard in a cloud of dust, I would love to have one. <laughs> Okay, you, you got some touchdown receptions in your career, so you you scored it. This too. Hey, um, what is your outlook uh, warrant for the Buccaneers on the rest of the season? Are you sold on this team making a deep playoff run? Getting to the playoffs would be a, a, a challenge enough. I mean, because I mean, if I, mean, I trust me, I I don't see a deep run because we're talking about a, a road game. And then win a road game in the playoffs in the National Football. Well, unless they get the Cowboys. You know, <laughs> whoever's, in the East, whoever's in the East or the least, they get a home game. So, you know, the NFC is really set up for somebody to really come out of this new format and get to the number one seed and play well. Because, I mean, you got the Giants or the, the Washington football team that could possibly win that division. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think they've played hot potato with the lead now for the past three weeks, and the Cowboys aren't even really out of it yet. I'm going to guess, based on some of your your tone over the last five minutes, that you're not sold that the Vikings can do anything in the playoffs. Are you even looking at the Vikings? I thought the the the, the Bucks and us was like the the the, the team that's going to go and the team that packs the U-Haul. Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the Viking. This is a Vikings show, believe it or not. No, no, I got. It. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I got, I got the Lake Minnetonka. I got all that. I, you know what I'm saying? I got the Twin <laughs> City. I got all that. But you said playoffs, and yep. your chances of going to the playoffs now. Let's do the analytic thing. What, what y'all percentage? Going I think about twenty percent right now. Ooh! <laughs> right at the Mendoza line, and we go at baseball now. When, when you start that. at one. And five and and get to that point. Twenty percent's awfully nice this time of year, considering where no, September no. was. So, considering where we were earlier in the year, 
the fact that we have a, a puncher's chance. As a fan, I'll take that. It's unlikely, yes, but. Wait, 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 wait. Early in the year, Minnesota was playing well. No. Gavin was running the ball, and then he got hurt, right? Didn't y'all start off well? No, no we were one and five this year. Ooh, start. shit. Yeah. We battled back to 500, no, and then we got you your franchise. All day long, baby. I'm with you on that 20% chance. There you yeah. go. <laughs> well, uh, so one other thing then, um, Warren, is I was kind of, you know, growing up, um, obviously being a Vikings fan, knowing the havoc that you and your defense has caused us when you guys were part of the Central Division. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I actually found out when I was kind of researching last week was that you and Derek Brooks were in the same draft class. Now that to me was astonishing in its own right, because you guys uh, obviously are very dominant, um, you know, two of the best to ever play at their position. So what is my question is in that regard, what is it like two young guys coming in to have that impact right away? How soon do the like veterans kind of follow suit and follow to your leadership? Obviously with Rondé Barber, John Lynch, you guys had veterans, um, but having two guys from the same class come in to dictate the pace of play, how how soon does that happen? We had 11 straight double-digit loss seasons when me and Brooks got here. Okay. So, and then <laughs> It's pretty broke, easy to turn the time. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that means you lost 10 or more games for 11 straight years. So that's a nice, mm. nice little stretch of losing. But right. the one thing me and Brooks had in common that we hadn't lost very much. I think he lost like seven or eight times at Florida State. And I had lost five times in four years at Miami. Right. And I wouldn't and I, I wouldn't put up with that shit because, you know, in Miami, when you lose a game, you don't go out. Right. How'd you guys, how'd you guys squash that rival, that ACC rivalry right away too? Like Miami, Florida State, the ACC rivalry. How'd you guys squash that right away? You're talking to an old school cane. I don't know nothing about no ACC. I don't know nothing about that. All right. Well, find the Florida rivalry. I was an independent when I won my championship. And then we went to the Big East. And I'm the 94th Big East defensive player here. You want to talk Sherman Douglas, you know, Allen Iverson, Patrick Ewan, that Big East, (laughs) Derek Coleman, Sherman Douglas. That's how you know. That's me. Got it. Got it. Got it. See, they dominated the ACC. See, I don't know what we're doing now. Look, okay. like we, look like we done fell into a basketball program, and we done—I mean, the basketball conference—and we want to play basketball. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Bryant. Um, so you, I'm gonna ask the same question of Warren, and I'm bet—I bet I get a colorful answer. Give me your best or worst memory about going up against the Buccaneers or against, uh, you know, a SAP Buccaneers team. We play each other, bit. Yeah, I was say I don't feel like I faced them too no. many times. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Uh uh. I don't well, think so. Yeah, I don't either. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. No, I don't think me and Big Boy played again. Uh uh-uh. uh. And you know what? The best part about it is he would have been outside and I'd have been inside and I'd have been, la- I'd have been laughing at whoever was out there getting their ass whooped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean, I didn't mean position on position. I meant, uh, you know, no, within the period, same game. Period. I mean, we, I, we definitely remember that day. Okay. Yeah. You and me, it would have been some shit talking. Yes, so <laughs> my, my greatest memory is I, broke my hand right before we went to see Randy Moss the first time in Minnesota. Mm. We go up to the Triple H, and y'all young folks might not know nothing about it. That's the Hubert H. Humphrey <laughs> Metro. <laughs> Very familiar. Very oh, I've been there. Trust me. <laughs> we, go to, we go up to Triple H, and, I, and I'm about it again. Randy Moss has three catches for 108 yards and two touchdowns. They're up <laughs> 21 to nothing. <laughs> 
Brooks is walking off the field after the third touchdown. Be back. I looked at him. I said, Brooks, they're on an 84-point pace. You might want to slow this shit down. <laughs> 84 points, dog. Hey, I think y'all were in there winning it like 21-17. Just one of those classic old black and blue battles, but well, you guys had the last laugh that year when uh, taking the only uh, regular season victory of my squad. So, you know, right, right away, no, starting last, off was it 5 0, and then. The last laugh is when the greatest. Gary Anderson. Yeah, there it is. That's the last laugh. <laughs> oh, he's working yeah. that in, too. <laughs> Holy Christ. Well, he the one that brought it up. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a retaliating kind of guy. He was like, what about this when you guys win? No. Yeah, I, I was, wasn't taking a shot. I was. So that one, that one stings. Just uh, the observation of a. That one stings Ron, and yeah. I, I don't know if Bryant, that, that will ever sting him because he wasn't really a Viking no, fan. No, he wasn't then. there. He wasn't there. That, <laughs> man, it was, I don't think uh, – it was like, what, one other team that had lost the NFC Championship game at home at that point? Yeah, oh. something, something – Vikings are always like on that. weird stuff like that. Yeah, so. something crazy like that. No, trust me, I'll play with the Bucks, baby. We used to do all kind of silly stuff like that. Couldn't win underneath 39 degrees. Then they oh, moved yeah. to 37. Then they moved it down to 34. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that vividly as as a kid. Uh, I, that stat was broadcast all over the place. To, uh, like, what was the temperature going to be when Tampa was playing? Blah 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 in Green Bay. Yeah, it was every time, every mm. time. And boy, that's one thing I never had to worry about coming to Minnesota. I want to thank y'all when they <laughs> played at that at, at the college, and I was looking at them games that one. Like my God, oh. if they did that to me. I would have. I would have. I would have asked out of that game. Uh uh-uh, no <laughs> Mm, I'm a Florida boy. That's crazy. Ooh. All right. Ooh, Minnesota's a different kind of cold. Yeah. On, on November 18th, 2007, Warren, you were on the Raiders. McKinney, you were on the Vikings. Uh, the yeah. Vikings won 29-2, to and that was uh, Adrian's rookie year. 29-22. You made him fumble that game? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So you guys did go to go battle once. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, you sure did. I remember that too because uh you was fussing with Anthony Herrera and asking was he Spanish with that last name. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't bring out my southern uh race. Do hey, we uh, we saw John Randall. That. I do remember that. that was with the Raiders. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Late yeah. you laughing, laughing at that actually. I grew up watching John Randall trash talk. So, you know, if, if, <laughs> granted, I, not on that level, obviously not on the field, but, uh, um, but I know he was on another level of that trash talk. So, um, so I know Johnny was, on, Johnny was on another level on everything. Baby. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that little muscle there. Boy. <laughs> it was his birthday. It was his birthday two days ago. Yeah. I saw that oh, on Twitter that too. Yeah. That's my man. All right, yeah. so this this game between that uh, we're talking or we uh, plan to talk about the Buccaneers got the best of the Vikings, and it was largely because of kicking woes from our kicker Dan Bailey. Wow! I, I, wow! I, now I, what? I just wanted. I, just wanted I, I, I had tweeted. I said they might well just leave him in Tampa because obviously he was at Mount Venus last night. <laughs> he would have missed the plane anyways. So <laughs> he had to, he had to be in the you know there's the Bermuda Triangle in Tampa. Is Mars Venus, Shangri-La, and 2001 Odyssey. If you get caught in that Bermuda Triangle, a lot. I mean, I'm telling you, I ain't never seen a kid kick that bad. Holy oh, smokes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was for, 
God. It was particularly nasty. So I got to get your guys' perspective. I think I've asked Bryant this before, and the answer was no. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been snake bitten like that from a kicker in a game, Warren? Personally. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I mean, like to, to that egregious effect. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> listen, my, my first Florida State Miami game was wide right one. Uh, that was my first one, wide right one. <laughs> the next year was wide right two. So yeah. trust me, I, 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 the kicking thing has been around. We go to Green Bay. You got to hit. Oh, my God. You go, You really dragged me back. Week 17, we get this win. We get a bye and all of that, you know, set ourselves up to make a playoff run, right? We drive this thing down, and our offensive coordinator decides he's going to call the victory, which means our quarterback is going to take the snap back up and kneel. And kneel. Back the ball up. Wide right, it just it, it just pushed it by three yards. That wasn't grammatical, was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. He he was at one of the top in the league for years. So it was my it was automatical, and he yeah. was the world champion. But that was his early years when oh, he was okay. up there in Green Bay, and it, it was just one of those nasty cold games. That it was going to be our first time winning in Green Bay. We had him, yeah. had him, yeah. and this idiot backs the ball up and kneels. <laughs> um, I don't kill him. <laughs> Reminiscent of ninety of our ninety eight Vikings as well, taking a knee when uh, um, probably had a chance to. Y'all did that too. Y'all didn't go forward. Similar or not? Not in the same. We same didn't breath, step. But, we uh, didn't step on the gas at the yeah. end of the first half when we had one of the best offenses ever, and yes. <laughs> we'll never forget that. It's probably largely forgotten by a lot of the world, but uh, no, didn't, no, didn't no, no, not the Dawgs. The Dawgs. Yeah, no, you'll never forget it after that. Uh, Brian, are you still? Have you been on a team that were, uh, you know, a game had gone so pear shaped uh, because of kicking that you can recall? Uh, I think the last time we chatted about that, um, you remember just talking about the disappointment of the 2009 NFC Championship, but that really wasn't a kicking thing. Yeah, that. And then um, when I first got to Baltimore, uh, 2011, we yeah. was in the AFC Championship, and um, the kicker wasn't really paying attention. He got caught out on the field and he missed it. <laughs> was, the was that Stover? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. They got rid of him the next season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, with uh, Dan Bailey. Tucker came in. Okay. Bailey, so Bailey with, gotta be gone. Bailey well, the the, the thing is, our our coach. I don't know if you know Mike Zimmer at all. He has a very short uh, patience slash temper on kickers, but he's been very almost father like in the past twenty four hours talking about this kicker. Um, and have you ever heard? Of, have you ever heard of the uh, confidence thing? With oh no, he'll be around <laughs> forever. We love the guy. A vote of confidence. Yeah, the vote of confidence. Yeah, you usually from Zimmer. So <laughs> yeah, usually Zimmer doesn't bother with that. When uh, we had a, a rookie kicker who missed three kicks. Oh and... no, no, no! It's different when you got a rookie. When you got a rookie, you you you, you it's easy to part with a rookie. Okay. He has no ties. He yeah, has no ties. it just gets tricky because if we want to bring in somebody like Adam Vinatieri or Stephen Hauschka, they would have to get through the door with all the coronavirus stuff, and we don't even know if he'd be ready to play with all that. So it, oh no 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 I'm not saying you're getting rid of him this year you got oh, yeah. to ride this yeah no you got, oh, a, yeah. you got a 20% chance there's no reason to take it down to 17 okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm upset that I brought that percentage up to begin with because I, yeah. I was proud of that and here you are tearing that bitch down <laughs> I mean I'm sorry I'm sorry because I I was a guy who who started three four years in a row no three years in a row at three and four and made the playoff Ooh. but one and five. 
is a whole different animal. Yeah, it is. When Tony Dungy first got to it, we were four and seven, and I said we were the happiest one and seven team I've ever been a part of because that was the only one and seven team I've, it, I got to open. <laughs> <laughs> so that Warren, I got a question for you as far as. So when it comes to like skill position players, wide receivers or running backs, um, they can get in a rhythm by getting more touches, getting targets as a receiver or just getting the ball as a running back. Now, as a lineman, how do you get in that zone? Like, or how do you like find that extra level, like on a play by play basis, you know, cause you can be put, do it having a monster game, but no stats, no nothing. You oh yeah. Clean it up for the not, guy. It's not about stats. It's not about stats or zone. It's about being fundamentally sound in what you're doing because, when you're not fundamentally sound and you're sitting in the middle of your defense, the football can hit his head on the goalpost in a heartbeat. Because that's, I mean, right up the middle is where right. it is. Everybody expecting you to be where you're supposed to be. So if you're not there, they're all going to look at you and be like, oh, that's your guy. Oh, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> defense we play, you are responsible for your gap 24 hours a day and, and everybody knew it. You didn't have it, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They be looking at you sideways. Oh really? Nah, I don't, I don't <laughs> like those looks. I don't like that. I don't like that conversation. Nah, uh, uh-uh, nah, nah. Play hey, bro- fundamentally hey, bro- sound. Fundamentally sound. Just, just go do it. Cause you, you, when you play D tackle and you play like me and Johnny did, when people have a plan for you, shit, you might get four or five chances to get a quarterback. So, yeah. trust me, you got, you got to live in that moment at that snap right then. So. I was real good with, you know, short memory. You know, I'd wipe it away, good, bad, indifferent, mm-hmm. cold, ahead, behind, whatever it is. Let me play this now. Let me play this now. Hey, Bryant, how does an offensive lineman, in the spirit of that same question, how does an offensive lineman hit his groove, you know, if he's not, you know, obviously getting touches? Um, what are some of the, you know, <laughs> the rhythm things that you can feel during a game? You just get a feel for the player that you're going against and kind of get um, used to, like, their style of technique and you kind of work on what it is you need to work on for his hand placement and stuff, uh, you know, going against them. So that's pretty much what it is, just the reps. Okay. Now, Bryant, I know I'm, I think on one of the earlier episodes you had mentioned that Simeon Rice is one of the toughest guys that you would win against. Um, so wow. what Warren, some more, I, some more kicking woes on Monday Night Football. Hey, Cleveland kicker up here, wide left. <laughs> some ptsd from that so um, oh but well, wow. Warren, i guess my question in that with like a player like simeon rice playing next to you you know having on that edge like what does that do for an interior lineman having an elite pass rusher um out there like are you clear or are you clearing up and responsible for some of the sex or is it kind of like you're just making your job easier and kind of um you know playing off each other in that regard not so much making your job easier just uh it, it almost brings the best side in you because he's a monster. And I, I was talking, that's funny. I spoke to him tonight because last night the Pittsburgh Steelers broke our record for 69 straight games with a sack. So me and him had our little <laughs> moment. We had our little <laughs> moment that, you know. And Simeon was like, wait a minute. They sent him more than four, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. They like the blitz in Pittsburgh. He's like, oh, no, no, no. They're not rushing like we did, Pip. So that was the thing, you know, because before I had him, I had to set the stage and take the quarterback off of it. When I had him, I'm like, my God, he had great hands. He had great technique. I mean, he just fed my fire, and he gave me a chance to win me a championship. I don't win a championship without Simi. No chance. Yeah, Bryant, you, uh, I think that was the – when I first met you and we did our preview show, I think one of my question, questions was the – 
the nastiest dudes that you went up against or the trickiest <laughs> dudes. And I think he was the one you mentioned first. Okay, yeah, him and like KGB from Green Bay. Yeah. For his oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're pretty pretty uh good guys who um I feel like I learned some stuff from going against them. Right on. They were slippery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, they have one thing they did all of a sudden it looked like that one move then they go to spit you like I'm telling you dog I watched it one time I said how the hell did you do that he's like well you know I said you know what don't even worry about it don't even worry about it just do it again Jesus Christ they, they do freaking stuff they can't even explain how they did it yeah all right I want to tr- uh, teleport back to this season and Uh-oh. Warren, regardless of what happens with uh, the playoffs and the Bucks this year, do you see Tom Brady on this team in 2021? Yes. Okay. We got two. We got a two-year deal with him. He he signed up for two years. He's ready to go. You know what? I I, I hope An- Antonio Brown come back so we can get that connection on that deep ball because he's been open on that post. And then yeah. we just gotta you know crank up the defense, maybe get Vita Vega back and get us another pass rusher to go with Shaq and. Pierre Paul doing a good job, but we got to figure out what our young linebackers going to do right there because White and, and Levante look like they don't like each other. I, I don't understand what that is. I mean, when you got linebackers that don't talk to each other after the after the play is called, that's crazy to me. Yeah, That's crazy. And I've been watching this all year long. Okay? I'm like, they don't even look at each other. Huh. No, I I definitely didn't notice that yesterday, but uh, I, I can certainly see why that would be a not oh no no go back and look at it go back and look at it and just okay. watch them do how they float it's almost like they racing each other to the play not i'm gonna run and turn it back to you uh-uh i'm gonna run go make the play before you make it. Hmm. is that uh, a young second year player and uh they trying to establish himself versus a veteran who <laughs> has kind of been underappreciated for many years like just kind of going for that notoriety or no, what's behind that I just think it's today's young kids. You know, they live in their own little network, their own little world. It's likes, views, follows, and comments. I have more mm-hmm. people looking at my tweets and Instagram posts and <laughs> read the newspaper or, or, or look at the local news. I'm telling you, bro. They got, right. they got a whole network of mini-me's behind them just cheering it on. So it's kind of tough to get a message to a guy with that kind of backing so right. early. what they say? Trevor Lawrence had... $1.6 million worth of social media value right now. That's crazy. Insane. Mm-hmm. It's a different God. world. Yeah, yeah, but it's a fun world, though. Uh, where, else <laughs> we do, where else could we do this? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. <laughs> hey, man, listen, uh, this, I, I like to stay in my lane. When it, when it gets too crazy, then I get off. You know, social media, I get off. It's, it's oh, I bet you make your lane crazy enough as it is. Not me. No, that's back when I was young. That's back when I was young. If I had, ooh, boy, Jesus, I couldn't imagine when I was young what I could be doing. <laughs> you know, I got kids. I got kids that my daughter called me and she don't play. You know, I, I don't want, it's like it's like talking to my grandma. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get talked to like that by my daughter. She talked to me bad when I do something about a lie. So I, I, I'm good. I have yeah. my thing. I'm good. I, the legend is greater than the man now. I promise you. Yeah. I, <laughs> before you hopped on this call, Ron and I were talking um, because of that that uh, persona that you had, that magnetism. You oh. were one of the few players that uh, was within the division that we genuinely liked. Like I, 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 pers- <laughs> I personally did not like Brian Urlacher. Um, I mean, not me the- either. 
Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? You see, you see a couple of years out of the day, he'll show us exactly who he was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That, that doesn't help. Um, but oh, no, no, no. But Ryan was always like that. Really? I mean, he, came, he came to the Hall of Fame and didn't invite any of us to his party. Really? Huh. Had a party on the side, and we were like, "Damn, dog, you had a party? Invite him? Want me to come out have a drink? Nothing. Nobody. Okay." But uh, to your credit, and this is certifiably true, like especially the way that you drawed with Favre, we obviously love that. But uh, you had something about you that even uh, on rival teams that we were like, this guy is sweet. Uh, that's, just, that's just the way it was. I was a Dallas Cowboy fan, and I had heard something one time from Tony Dorsett. You know, number 33 in your program, mm-hmm. number one in your heart. He said, <laughs> I have a game that if you sat your grandmother down, um, and watch me play she would love it because i am going to have a ball and that's the that's the way I, I heard that as a kid and i've always said that you know they paid me for monday through saturday sunday was my pleasure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they paid me to practice not to play games they paid me to practice. <laughs> hey what nobody at practice it was cold, it was wet, it was whatever it was, and we had to do damn plays over and do the same damn play. I hated practice. Damn, I hated practice. <laughs> oh, oh, I hated practice. <laughs> so now, I, I want to touch back to you. You had mentioned, like, it's kind of a different era with, you know, the, the kids these days. So mm-hmm. um, one thing, like, and Brian, you can probably speak to this too, but um, you're seeing guys that you played with, you know, Brian, in your case, Antoine Winfield, Warren, and you're with Anthony McFarland Jr. and uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Like, all these guys that are essentially like a generation removed, but they're playing now at this high level compared to what their parents did that you guys played with. Um, how do you see, like, or, well, one is – do you root for those kind of guys that you were former teammates with that are now playing for either opponents or um, even, I guess, in Winfield's case, he plays for the Bucks. But do you kind of root for them to succeed? And also, do you see a difference in how they either prepare or kind of just overall play the game compared to your um, your era? I'm saying that, like, you guys are old vets, but I'm about, you know, <laughs> just right behind you guys. So, <laughs> um, but, yeah, what's your kind of take on that? Well, I definitely cheer them on. Go ahead, bro. I'm about to say I definitely cheer them on. You know, want them to see, you want to see them do good or whatever. Um, I feel like far as the culture on football is changed, is not as uh, as hard as it was. So I mean, that's all they know. They don't know what we went through. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they're just going through what they're going through. Right. Um, they didn't have tour days and stuff like they don't have that anymore. Like <laughs> coddled like, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, and they're more like um, aware of concussions and stuff now. Where you got your bell rung, you just got your bell rung. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the times are different. So yeah. that's that's all they know. Times are different. The game is more <laughs> wide open. And Michael Pittman's son is a beast compared to his old man. His old man was just a, just a nice little good on. No, I'm joking. Michael's good brother <laughs> back, but his son, his son is doing the damn thing. Boy, I, I I love all them kids, man. Whenever you mm. get back, you just sit back there because. I watched Devin Bush, uh, son, Devin Bush Jr. from when he was a baby. I mean, me and his dad was in a high school all-star game together. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I watched him grow all the way up. And then he's a better draft. He's a higher draft pick than me, Brooks, and his daddy. It was crazy. I'm like, Brooks, he outdid me, you, and his daddy. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, what, that's what you want right there, you know. Right. That lets you know that. Not only did you raise a good kid, but you put some good work in, and it, and it turned out all right. And the check ain't bad either. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess last question for me, Warren, um, being on the interior of, an, of a D-line, who is the toughest running back you've ever had to tackle? Because you spent a lot of great ones. Okay, yeah, Barry's, Barry's the easy one. You spent a great generation of Emmett Smith, Warren, or Emmett, Barry. I played Emmett Smith. I played all of them. I mean, the, LT. The, it barely. Yeah, I played LT. Man, LT, LT used to kill us out in Oakland. That was, that was Killed a lot of people. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I, had no, I didn't have no linebackers to help me. I told LT, and we talked about it after we, we was at the NFL Network. I said, boy, I would have loved to see you when I had Brooks behind me. Boy, we oh. gave you fits. <laughs> I he didn't miss. I mean, that's the highway patrolman behind me. He didn't miss. If you got past me, he didn't miss. And if you got lucky enough to get past me and him, John then he's going to try to kill you. So <laughs> the questions were a lot easier, too. What day is it? Right. On the plane, Sunday, Monday. What no Tuesday? What no Thursday? What no Thursday? It was either Sunday or Monday. What no Thursday? Or Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday, yeah. Saturday. Oh, no. None of that. That's because that's of COVID. You know, we got we to gotta mm. be a little, gotta be a little sick. Because Baltimore had an outbreak going on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the last one we got for you before we let you go, Warren. Um, and I'll, I'll get Brian, I'll get your take on this in uh, the next, well, probably the January show. Uh, uh, Warren, I need a Super Bowl prediction from you right now. Kansas City Chiefs will be playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. all right well you put me on the spot it was a 24-27 game when they came out of Tampa yeah they battled back and we're gonna make sure Tariq don't go for 200 yards in one quarter (laughs) might have a shot (laughs) all right uh anything else Warren that you wanna you gonna get on the show here no, I just want to say Minnesota is one of those beautiful places, and I hope COVID get his ass out of here so I can come to the state fair. Everything oh, on the yeah. stick is the greatest damn state <laughs> alive, dog. I'm telling you, I love that place. Oh, my God, do I love Minnesota State Fair. Mwah! So oh, you, co- you, you come back to the – you go to the Minnesota State Fair, like, just for the heck of it now? Well, I, when, I, when I got out of the game um, – you know, the internet came into my life because I never had a laptop computer in my 13 years in the National Football League. And then my kids gave me one at the end of it. And then I found YouTube. And, you know, I was on there for six months just watching all the fights on World Star. I, I I'm serious, man. I was, I was just a guy that, that wanted to go out and win championships and make his mark in a great game. That was it. I wasn't about no, I mean, when I went on the road, I was about that game. I wasn't about none of them. I yeah. go to Man, swing by, you know, the double establishment, may have a drink or something like that. But other than that, you know, I, I was focused on the task at hand. So mm. I messed around and found a little cutie up in Minnesota, went up there, visited her a couple times. And, you know, because the NFL Network would fly you from wherever you at, send a car to pick you up. So I got to go wherever I wanted to go. And I fell into this Minnesota State fan. My God, everything on a stick. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Pride her on a stick. Oh, it's I'm Minnesota. Yeah. I love it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I go, I go to that every year. And of course, this year was the exception because of the virus. But um, I will be going back um, next September. You have my number. Let me know the dates. I am <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, that, that I'm going to take you up on that. So you're, you, you probably regret oh, it now. Uh, yeah, you, and then I want to go ice fishing, too. <laughs> 
I'll have to call up my uncle for that. That's his forte. That, that, I, that, see, I know you know an old vet that know how to do oh, this. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Land of 10,000 lakes, my friend. And he got the, and he got the tent with the heat and everything. We're going to be comfortable, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll fire it up. We get that. We get that. I got I got just the I got just the guy. In fact, uh, one of my close friends in high school is absolutely obsessed with the Miami Hurricanes, and he was excited as hell to know you were coming on the show. If I tell him this nugget, um, you know his jaw is going to drop. No, no, I got even better one for you. I'll trade you an ice fishing trip. You come to Florida, I'll put you on the back of what we call country club fishing back here. One of my Vikings in the back, and, you know, they bring you lunch and cut oh, up Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I call All it right. country club fishing. I'll, I'll trade you that. Ice fishing for one of those trips. All right, well, <laughs> I will assuredly capitalize on that. Well, that's oh, no, all the time no. we I'm got. The, I'm, the one that, I'm the one that's getting the treat. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. All right, that's all we have for Believe in Vikings. We will have a show um, in a few nights with Devin Hester of the Chicago Bears and Julian Ooh. from um, Indiana will join us as well. He joined us a few weeks ago, and he was superb in uh, his time on the show. So that's all we have from now. Warren, we appreciate it again. Thank you very much. All these old Vikings, but I bet you have something snide to reply to that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm doing. I'm doing. I don't want. I don't want you to talk about me after I get off. So I'm no, no. It'll, no, it'll be all positives. I guarantee it. Like exactly <laughs> the way that you were on the field is the way you were in this call, and I couldn't be happier. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I always Appreciate try to say I'm not lying to you. It's just me. I'm just like. <laughs> All right, that's all we got for tonight. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.